Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the stories and the insights from business owners. My name is John Cassidy Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I am your local Federation of Small Businesses membership advisor, meeting and supporting business owners from all industries. Today we have Shireen with us. Hello, Shireen. Hi, thanks for having me. Oh, it's a pleasure. So thanks for taking the time out to do this because we're recording during the evening. So you... Yeah, well... Likewise, thanks for accommodating. It's not always easy doing it the day. <laughs> so tell us about your business. So um, I co-founded a business with my husband, Mitch, and it's called Mitch's Kitchen. Um, and we have been trading since uh, late 2018, but the idea has obviously been, um, you know, something that we had a little while before then. Um, so we make and uh, distribute whole food plant-based meals across the UK. Um, and it's made in our um, production kitchen, which is in Droxford um, on the South Coast. And then, yeah, we, we ship everywhere across the UK. So the whole idea is just introducing um, really good nutritional food to house, households across the UK and making it a little bit easier to have um, you know, more uh, plant-based options in your diet. So whether you're you know, trying to go completely vegan or you just want to have you know, a couple of nights off a week for eating meat, it's having that option that's um, in the freezer and ready to go whenever you need it. Ah, fabulous. And I will ask the question in a moment, what is the difference or the why plant-based and not just vegan? Was there... Yeah, so um, there's, uh, I suppose there's a difference in terms of the terminology. Vegan usually means that you adopt a, a full lifestyle. So, um, you know, that will mean not only the diet, but it will also mean that you don't use um, products that have um, animal derivatives in. You won't use or you won't buy anything that's leather. So any kind of, you won't have anything in, in your household or in your life that is from an animal. Um, and then plant-based is um, usually a term that's now referred to um, people that just tend to adopt um, the sort of vegan principles into their diet, but they don't necessarily adopt the rest of the lifestyle. And I think it's a little bit more of a um, accommodating or a little bit more of an accessible term for people. All right. Okay. So, the, so I fall all into the plant-based because I took this on at the beginning of the year, eating so, well, I thought yeah. vegan, but uh, plant-based. <laughs> yeah, and I think the thing is as well, there's people that will that will say, um, you know, plant-based and, you know, it might be that they don't completely conform to that, you know, 100% of the time. And I think it's a bit more of a relaxed way of looking at it. So, um, as I say, a bit more accessible yeah. um, than, than the sort of typical vegan term. Excellent. Now, I, I, I sense there's a story behind the vegan, uh, <laughs> the plant-based journey, I must say. <laughs> Yeah. So would you share that with us? Of course, yeah. So um, it's quite quite a funny one because anybody that knows my husband and I um, will know that we were both really big meat eaters. So we've done a you know a full one eighty in our whole lifestyle and and, and our diet. And um, you know from the from me eating like you know meat for breakfast, I'd have a steak for breakfast to going completely vegan. Um, so for me, that happened in twenty fifteen, um, and we were on a road trip across America. And um, we were doing uh, a tour in an RV and we were making our way to lots of different food stops along the way. And we turned up at this big barbecue place in Kansas, which is famous for its um, different you know, meats and cuts of meats. And I walked in and I just had this moment where I thought I can't do it anymore. And it's something that I'd been thinking about for a while. Um, and for whatever reason, it just clicked for me that day. Um, it was a bit of a, I suppose, a epiphany moment where I just decided that that was going to be the day I've 
you know, change my, my diet and my lifestyle. Um, and I had already, the weird thing was I'd already started um, using vegan products, like, you know, health um, and beauty products in my lifestyle a good couple of years before that, but the diet was kind of the last thing for me to adopt. Um, and then Mitch, my husband, he was very, um, you know, accommodating and very supportive. And he just said, you know, whatever you you know, want to do, I'll, I'll, I'll go along with. But at the time, he, he carried on eating meat for a couple more months. Um, and then he was working in a, back in the UK, he was working in a vegan restaurant or a restaurant that actually went fully vegan. They were vegetarian at the time. And he was cooking vegan at home. He was cooking vegan in the restaurant. And I just kind of thought, I'm not really missing the meat. So I'm just going to go ahead and do it. And then it's been, for both of us, one of the best things that's, that we've done for energy, health, skin. I think the benefits kind of out, far outweighed very quickly with the life that we were living before. So would you say, because there's a lot of, um, I would almost say hype around the vegan plant-based style. Mm. Would you say it lives up to the hype? Yeah, I think... Um, Oh, it's, it's a hard one because it's it's individual you know we're, we we can't take a blanket approach for every single person and there's you know if you suffer with um you know an autoimmune disease it might be more difficult you know i'm i'm celiac so i'm gluten-free as well as vegan um and you know for me i think it works absolutely amazingly i've never been in better health in my life i've you know don't don't get ill so often now and um, as I say you know made such a difference to my skin but then for other people you know they might find that having a lot more fiber in their diet could be you know a little bit problematic so um, it's you know it, it's just about the, the you know the what you put into your diet as well and that's why we, we go with the whole food plant-based approach with with the business and it doesn't mean that we do that throughout you know every week you know day of the week you know we really you know treats on the weekend and, and evenings and stuff but um i think it's just about having um a bit of a balanced approach to it because you can have a very unhealthy vegan life if you want to there's so much good you know junk food out there now that's available so it's i can't say that you know going vegan is going to be everything that's going to cure you and, and live up to you know this this amazing you know health medicine or something it's really about you know trying to be sensible with it as well yes so, so I'm going to imagine then you might have had some challenges with businesses because when you're doing something, um, and I don't think it's as extreme as it maybe it used to have been, but it's still um, going against the trend of uh, a lot of the kitchens and places to eat out. What yeah. challenges have you had? Um, I would say we were actually really, really lucky when we set up um, the, in terms of you know, other businesses being very... Um, supportive i guess so when we were looking for a production kitchen we you know we were looking for somewhere that was going to be um affordable initially because obviously it's a startup business and that's something that you have to be factor in and how much is it going to cost and how much you can be turning over and you know how quickly can you scale um and we found a space that's on a um it's an old farm but there is still you know within the site it's in the south downs national park and wow. um, as you come up to the site on the right hand side there is a, a very small private dairy farm and that's on the same site as us but a lot of the people that live on the farm were ex-farmers and they've been really really curious is, the, is probably the best way to describe it no one no one's been weird or like oh you know you can't come here we're, you know we used to farm you know you know dairy or anything like that they've been oh i've got like to try some of that and they'll try some of the food or they'll try some of the brownies and they'll be like that was really nice and they'll come back for more so i think it's um yeah, I guess I don't know if it's maybe our approach as well that we we try and be very open with people and um, you know come at it with a very um, welcoming 
approach really rather than a preachy um, way of, of, of going about it so um, we just want to make it as easy and accessible for people and and I suppose probably just surprise them as to how good things things can taste and 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 can be so we were we were lucky with the premises that we found and you know with our landlord he was really excited he said oh you know definitely see that this is going to be a big trend and you know good for you for, for jumping on you know at the right time um, I think probably the, the main challenge for us would have been around um, packaging initially because we wanted it to be completely sustainable and um, as environmentally conscious as possible because that really ties into a lot of the principles that people that would purchase from us will, will be looking for. Um, so we, we took our time, it, 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 that was probably one of the lengthiest pieces when we were first setting up was to try and find um, packaging that was going to be curbside recyclable at, at a minimum which we have at the moment and we've literally just tested some biodegradable packaging now which is going to be um, suitable for home home composting and biodegradable and you know can go into the general waste and, and will break down very quickly so this is all things that you know take time to find and test and make sure that they're going to work but um, we're really proud to, to have done that work and and you know now we sort of have a network where we can put those questions out and we'll get the answer if anybody knows of something new that we haven't yet come across and there seems to be a lot of uh, in packaging just in itself. There's lots of changes going on towards making it more sustainable to be able to package something. Mm. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Um, I mean, it, you know, it's we we call it the um, the Attenborough effect because it was after you know the the Blue Planet and you know Planet Earth series that came out. Everyone was just completely. You know, all of a sudden it was war against plastic and, um, you know, plastic straws in particular. <laughs> <laughs> and I always find it funny when you go to you go to a coffee shop and you get, a, you know, so for example, a, like an iced coffee and they put it in a plastic cup and they give you a paper straw. And I think, I think they've got it the wrong way around. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, they're, they're trying to do the right thing. But, um, but yeah, for us, it was really important that we had as minimal you know, plastic in our packaging. And if it was going to be in there, at least it could be recycled um, or reused. And that's kind of where we tried to repurpose right so if there's somebody on the edge thinking i've heard a lot about this plant-based food uh, where'd be a good place for them to start oh gosh i mean there's so many resources out there um i mean there's lots of different um well there's a good website called plant-based news um, they have lots of articles and they'll have you know the most up-to-date information on there about what's happening in the industry and i think the great thing is that it is becoming so much easier for people to find those swaps so if you just go down to you know, the, your, your supermarkets nowadays, all of the big brands will have alternatives for stuff that you love. So there's alternatives to cheese and milks, which are kind of the earlier things that came in. And then now you'll find that, you know, for example, Galaxy will have a vegan chocolate. They've got three different flavors in there fantastic you know they've taken their time to develop them so they taste really really good and they've not um cut corners on that so um i would say you know go go and have a little bit of a, a look around the aisles in the supermarket and take your time and, and try and you know find the things that you love and find the alternatives for them um and then in terms of uh you know recipes as i say there's there's so much if you even just you know look on on instagram with a with a hashtag for you know plant-based recipes you find such you know a wide variety of, of easy meals that will be on there um and then i'd say you know there's lots of groups and communities on social media that's a really great place to find um you know networks i know there's one in the area um for new forest vegans so it's not quite this area but there's a lot of people that will post in there and say oh try and find a good pub or you know somewhere to go for dinner and there'll be good recommendations so yeah, there's, there's, it's just a, a, an overflowing amount of resources now that are coming, coming out and making it 
easier. And then I suppose my final bit of advice for anybody that is looking to, to kind of go that way or, or make, you know, those swaps or, or changes is just, I always say like, focus on the progress and not the perfection. If you slip up, it's not the end of the world. Um, you know, you're, you're not trying to, to be perfect all of the time. Um, just be gentle and, you know, and, and enjoy it rather than making it feel like a chore or a diet. Yes. Cause I'm the only one in my household that is plant-based. Um, we've got vegetarians, but not plant-based fully. And my uh, daughter bakes cakes. You know, how do you say oh. that to your daughter? <laughs> <laughs> That's tough. Yeah, exactly. So, um, you know, I find it's, uh, you know, can't be perfect all of the time and that's not, you know, you don't have to beat yourself up over that. I think, you know, sometimes when people are traveling as well, they find it, maybe some countries are easier and then other places they might find it a bit more difficult. And I just think, you know, there's not, you know, it's not a perfect scenario all the time. So just try and try and do your best really. Yes. I remember I was out in um, Austin, Texas, and we went into a place called the Salt Lick, which was just threw a cow onto a grill. And, and all the waiters and waitresses had t-shirts on saying, I didn't climb to the top of the food chain to become a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll just have the beans and the coleslaw. <laughs> yeah, that was me and, it, and then I, you know, the day I decided I was going to you know, stop eating meat. That was exactly what I did. So we'd gone all the way through this buffet and I just said, well, I'll have some beans and coleslaw. And I sat there eating that. <laughs> and Mitchell's like, something's not right. <laughs> you had a steak last night. What's happening? <laughs> Uh, so two questions for you one is what's your favorite vegan meal and two what's the most popular vegan meal that you make within your company um so my favorite vegan meal um oh gosh i mean anybody that knows me we have this ongoing joke because i'm i can be really basic sometimes and i just love a good bowl of chips um <laughs> <laughs> i love that so chips and fries i really love them but in terms of like a, a cuisine i probably go for the Mexican so um, I love like guacamole and um, we do like at home we'll make like burrito bowl with shredded oyster mushrooms um, which makes you know pressed tacos as well so you make some from scratch and they're really delicious and yeah make some you know, sour cream alternatives and that's that's always good for me oh that sounds um, lovely yeah, <laughs> yeah uh, in fact, a... you know, we had a lot of that last week I was a bit Mexican <laughs> and then um our most popular dish so this has changed over the time when we first launched for about the first i'd say the first year it was our curry which is a um it's called coconut cathal masala but it's a jackfruit curry which has um tomato and coconut cream in and it's um a north indian inspired dish and that's a really lovely wholesome dish and it's been eclipsed by our kung fu tofu now which is a um a take on sort of chinese style ribs and i think the reason it's so popular is because a lot of people have really bad uh preconceived idea of what tofu is like and how to how to cook with it they, if they don't know how to, to use it properly they think it's bland and falls apart and just has no texture and Mitch just prepares it so perfectly that it you know people literally will order a whole box of that dish and, and they'll have that on repeat order <laughs> so oh. you can tell it's definitely a favorite for people I think my wife might just have brought some. I think I saw some in the in our fridge. So uh, oh, I'm going to have to try that. <laughs> so if somebody's looking to try some of your meals, um, wants to try the ribs, and want to find out more about uh, the vegan or even um, Kim's Kitchen, how, how do they go about contacting you? 
So um, our website is mitcheskitchen.co.uk. So that's M-I-T-C-H-S kitchen.co.uk. Um, you can find us on all the social platforms at Mitch's Kitchen UK. Um, and if they're interested or they want a bit of help, um, you know, with uh, asking any questions, then they can always email us. So um, info at mitcheskitchen.co.uk. Um, obviously, we, we ship everywhere in the UK, so you can order it online. And um, within the Hampshire area, we've stopped in a few different um, health food stores, which are listed on the website as well. So you can have a look on there if you just want one or two meals. Excellent. And we'll put all that information on our website as well. Brilliant. So, Shireen, if you know of any other business owners or entrepreneurs that benefit from being on the podcast, please do let me know. I will do. Uh, and thank you for sharing your stories with us and, and your insights. It's been a real pleasure. Yeah, thank you. It's been really enjoyable. Thank you for having me. Excellent. Excellent. So this has been a podcast by business owners for business owners. And until next week, see you soon. Bye, Shireen. Bye. The Federation of Small Businesses, with practical help for business owners such as 900 and counting, contracts, letters and guidance to run your business all in one place. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk